0: This is Spot of Nerd with a very. We're going to do a very small episode here because if you haven't noticed with the YouTube channel, it seems uh, the perfect way to kind of mix the podcasts with live videos is pretty much like every five episodes. Like the fifth one, we're going to do an in person episode. So. What I want to talk about in this regard is I gotta be, you know, it's gonna be one of those, I have to be a little bit careful. The title alone is in a very positive direction. But again, what I'm gonna kind of discuss briefly here is, you know, depending on who you are, might be taken differently, shall we say. So, what I'm getting at is, is the last two weeks or so i have come into contact with two very wonderful christian conservative women and you know it's just proof and it is more I don't know what the right word, accuracy to what I've always been saying or to what I've always believed and only realized and only now saying it out loud to kind of, I don't know, I guess prove my point of the beliefs that I have, the opinions that I have that kind of drive the success in terms of what I actually have a passion for. And that can be anything from the nerd world, Star Wars, to the politics, to my own morals, my own beliefs, etc. And the reason I want to talk about this is because, you know, this is, I won't be going any real further on this specific subject that I'm about to say, but you know, we've all heard of the Seattle freeze and... I am one of those people. I it, it, it is a fact. I believe that the Seattle freeze does exist. If you're not familiar with it, to kind of summarize, essentially, the Seattle freeze is, you know, it's just, it's very challenging to meet people here in the Pacific Northwest. It's very hard to meet people. It's very hard to create friendships, so on and so forth. Now... If you know me personally enough, that goes down a road that would probably get me into trouble. So I won't really discuss too much about that. All you need to know is, if you know me well enough, I'm not the biggest fan of the Pacific Northwest. I think it is gorgeous. I think it is beautiful. It is very damp. As Fraser once said back in the old TV show, the state flower is mold and mildew. But it is honestly, it is it is really, really difficult to find somebody that has similar interests that I do or really have friendships that go beyond nothing more than acquaintances, you know, people that you may work with or pass by in life. The last real true friend I had, and maybe one day we will talk a little bit more about him. Uh, You've heard me talk about him before or maybe you've seen me post something on a social media outlet, but was my good friend, Brian. He passed away, unfortunately, of a of an illness. Um, again, look back on YouTube, I've discussed him quite a lot when it came to depression, suicide, things like that. But he really was the last kind of true friend I ever had. If if I were to really get down to the bare bones of it all, um, I guess, metaphorically speaking, so. What I'm going to basically, again, just kind of regrouping, what I'm trying to get at is the last two weeks, you know, there's been two, and I guess today was kind of that second one where I really wanted to go, you know, what, I need to talk about this. I need to kind of put this on the podcast. Is again, it's these Christian conservative women that are just absolutely amazing. And the way they are amazing is. It didn't really click until today where I was talking with this one individual. You know, I want to make it, again, very clear. Both of these interactions, the, the, the ladies are married. They are happily married. There was nothing flirtatious, nothing, anything ill will. It was just a simple interaction that was so much better, so much more. I'm trying to think of the words to use, but it was just, it was something out of the ordinary in the best way possible because both of these ladies, one was nearly 60, the other was early 20s. They wanted to actually get to know me. And I think that's, again, you've heard me probably talk about this a lot. The biggest challenge I face now And I know, I mean, I guess it's a challenge, it's a realization, it's everything else, but I am very alone. And I don't mean that as a woe is me, I don't mean that as a playing my own violin, but I mean that in a, somebody who has my beliefs, somebody who has my political opinions, etc. I don't have a lot of people that are on my side. I've said this before, you know, it's, it's, it's spot of nerd. That's the broken record. So when it comes to people that want to get to know me, I mean, I cannot tell you the last time somebody has literally asked how I am, you know. And I'm, and I'm not talking about just oh, Hey, how's it going? No, I literally mean, I cannot tell you the last time somebody sat down and said, "Hey, how are you? Tell me what's going on with you." So these two interactions I've had in the last couple of weeks that was those that was those people that was these ladies and it just kind of made me realize that you know in the relationship sense in the partner whatever your your way of love is etc you know mine ultimately will likely be a conservative more than likely christian right-wing female and the definition is there. It's they actually want to get to know me. They're positive. They are interacting with me in a very friendly, just casual manner. And there's nothing at all there other than just two human beings that want to get to know each other. And I just, again, it just, that's why I want to kind of talk about it right on this podcast is because I haven't had that in so long. You know, I even look back at the, the, my own past relationships. I look at my family relationships. I don't, I mean, I have more, I had more of a connection with these two individuals than I ever have in the last decade with my own family than I ever had in a relationship. You know, it's it's crazy to me to think about even just, like I say, the last few relationships that I've been in. These ladies, the women that I were with, Quite frankly, I don't know if they really gave a crap, you know? I mean, sure, I know I'm being a little dramatic. Obviously, they cared. But what it came down to is I poured so much energy into these people. Again, family, friends, and relationships. That I think now I've I've just come to that realization of being purely exhausted. Genuinely My tank is empty. And I mean that in a good way. I want to make sure I'm very clear with this. This is a positive thing. It's like I've said before in many podcasts. I think right now that being alone for me is the best thing ever because it has given me that realization that, yeah, the reason I'm exhausted isn't necessarily the mental depression I have or the physical ailments I have. It's because I have given so much passion and energy and love to everyone else that I am just done. I am running on fumes, as they would say, metaphorically. So it just kind of, again, meeting these two ladies, understanding who they were, they were telling me about their own family, their, their husbands and their kids and their grandkids, etc., and it really just gave me, it did actually, for the first time in a very, very long time, it gave me that little bit of hope and a little bit of, you know what, it isn't me. It really isn't me. And there is going to come a day that I'm going to leave the Pacific Northwest. I'm going to leave Washington. And I'm going to go to one of these other places more than likely a red state. Florida, Tennessee, South Dakota, blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to go to one of these places and my entire life is going to flip 180 degrees in a better direction. I guarantee I'll be able to meet new friends. I'll be able to potentially meet a new partner, a love interest, etc. But again, it's just, I wanted to make it, I wanted to tell the world through this podcast that for the first time in a very long time, I was actually hopeful. I actually had a little inspiration that, you know what? It's not all negative and it's not all bad because, again, the Seattle freeze, living in the Pacific Northwest, you know, you are alone. You are very, very alone. And obviously, I'm not speaking to everybody. Of, of course, there are many people here that have family and friends and yada yada yada. But just somebody like me, somebody who has the beliefs that I do and the opinions that I do. I am a needle in a haystack here. So trying to find something that is very similar to my self is I odds are I would have better luck at winning the lottery. I really do. But meeting these two individuals lately over the last couple of weeks was just an incredible, you know, a breath of fresh air that, you know what, there are people out there that still want to get to know who I am. They still want to be, they want to connect and they want to be human. You know, they want to see, hey, what, what are you all about? What makes you happy? What makes you smile? What do you enjoy? You know, it's. I haven't had the moment. I haven't had somebody really, I mean, let's be blunt. I haven't had anybody take interest in me, friend, stranger, everything else. I I cannot tell you the last time that happened. I really, really can't. And it just, for the first time in a very long time, it felt good. It really did. It felt like, you know, I wasn't alone. And I know I'm not alone. There's a lot of people out there that, have similar mindsets that I do. But it's something we'll go down maybe a little bit later. You know, we'll talk about this more. But I've said this with you know, because I watched ladder with Crowder, Steven Crowder. It's, you know, it's a battle of inches every single day. And it is a challenge. It is exhausting. It is very hard to to go out into this world, specifically Seattle, the specific Northwest. It's very hard to be somebody like me being surrounded by hate and being surrounded by discrimination and i am talking about the indirect discrimination the indirect vile hatred towards people like me that is spewed from my own colleagues that is spewed from my friends that is spewed from my family it's it's grinding it it grinds you down and i don't obviously would never ever have any sort of ill will towards anybody or disrespect or wish any harm just because I might think differently or, you know, left-leaning folks, as they would say. You know, sure, do I have my own opinions? Absolutely. But I would never indirectly tell you to your face something vile or something harmful, which, as I've said before, YouTube, I've said it through these podcasts, I face it hourly. I face it minutely. 24-7 is constant battle of people that degrade me and people that just spew hatred and discriminatory comments. And, you know, sometimes it is directly at me. And I don't think these people realize, you know, I've had people attack me because of my religious beliefs. I've had people attack me because of my political beliefs, and my heritage, and culture, and respect for the flag, and respect for this country, but I keep going, and again, meeting these two ladies over the last couple weeks has just, it, it gives me that little bit of inspiration and hope that they're not all, they're not all terrible, you know, that these people are not all horrible, and there are good ones out there that they, they think the same way I do, you know, and I just, I hope if anything, maybe if you're listening to this and you're kind of in a similar boat, you're not alone. You're really not. It's cliche as hell, but I promise you're not alone. And, you know, you will find friends and you'll find that person that you love and want to be with. I promise. It's so cliche that even I can taste my own throw up right now. I, it's gross. Seriously, just... <clears throat> you know, cat chunking up or something, but you get where I'm going. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to say that, and I, I hope you kind of get where I'm going with this specific episode. Again, it's nothing towards, it's nothing negative or, you know, I'm not trying to speak ill will of anybody, but just it was a refreshing take on humanity, was to finally meet somebody that gave a shit about me, You know, that actually took five minutes out of their day to say, hey, who are you? How are you? What are you doing? What are you up to? Are you okay? You know, I don't think we realize as a society, especially today, what that means anymore. I really don't. If somebody, you know, just takes two minutes to just sit down with you and say, Tell me a little about about yourself. What do you do? Who are you? You know, it's incredible. It really is. So we will talk more about that in a future, futures episodes. Many times, of course, you know me, I'm a broken record. And we'll expand a lot more on this in the future. But I sincerely appreciate everybody listening. If, of course, you would be ever so kind, share me, like me, follow me, comment me, subscribe me. Everywhere you can, spot of nerd. I sincerely thank you all for listening. If you don't like what you hear, I appreciate you listening this far, as always. And if you do, keep doing it because, trust me, I really do appreciate it. I don't think you realize those three or four folks that are listening right now that have always listened and watched, I appreciate you. I really, really do. So keep it up. But until next time, folks, we. We'll see you next time, as I've said next time at least four times now. All right, later, y'all.